Welcome back to the Psyche Awakening. I'm your host, Jessica Clowers, and today's episode is a special tribute to Pain Awareness Month. For those of you who may be unaware of my profession outside of my podcast, I'm a certified energy healing practitioner, Reiki master, and life coach who specializes in distant healing for chronic pain and emotional traumas. I have a master's degree in psychology and I've been actively engaged in psychological and parapsychological research for many years. I have analyzed hundreds of research studies on many different topics associated with physical and mental health disorders, human behaviors, and numerous methods of energy healing. In fact, this research is the foundation of all my services. Today I want to talk about distant healing and how it can help people who are living with chronic pain. I want to take you back to the time when I was doing all this research, beginning with psychological studies associated with physical and mental health issues. This scientific research is what led me down the rabbit hole into the realm of parapsychology, which led into quantum physics. The science of psychology does not necessarily provide answers that lead us to the root cause of the problem. In psychology, there's this invisible line, which I refer to as the border, that separates science, quantum physics, and parapsychology. Psychology is the study of human thoughts, behaviors, personalities, and emotions. It involves the scientific study of mental functions. Parapsychology is the study of mental phenomena, which are excluded from science, such as hypnosis and telepathy. Quantum physics is what I would consider to be the bridge that links these two categories together. So your body carries its own energy field, and your energy field can be detected through a thermal imaging camera, which is a device that translates thermal energy, or heat, into visible light. You might have seen these cameras used on episodes of Cops, for example. Although the criminal might be hiding in a bush where he or she is invisible to the naked eye, the energy field never lies, and it catches them in the bush every time. Energy is always projected onto us. We're always projecting energy onto others. Anytime we interact with somebody, we either walk away feeling positive, neutral, or negative about the encounter. And when we walk away feeling positive or negative, this simply means we have absorbed the energy that was projected onto us. When we feel positive, we feel good. The more positive energy we absorb, the better we feel. We might experience a sense of relief, motivation, or burst of happiness. When we feel negative, we feel bad. And the more negative energy we absorb, the worse we feel. When we hang out with those negative emotions for extended periods of time, our energy becomes imbalanced depending on the location in your body the emotion is associated with. So anger can be associated with the root chakra, solar plexus, or both. Grieving, for example, is associated with the heart chakra. These are just a few examples of how different negative emotions can affect different areas of your body. There are seven main chakras in the body or energy centers that all have different associations with different physical and emotional parts of the body. Imbalanced chakras generally begin producing emotional symptoms, which can ultimately manifest into producing physical symptoms when these imbalances are not properly aligned. I recently completed two case studies on the effects of energy healing on fibromyalgia patients who are living with chronic pain. 
One of them lives here in the United States and the other lives in the UK halfway across the world. The purpose of this study was to determine whether or not Reiki combined with other energy healing practices would be as beneficial as conventional treatments for treating pain associated with fibromyalgia. Both of these participants went through a 30-day distant healing program. Their average daily pain levels were reduced 52.4% and 81.6% in 30 days. Their quality of life improved by 52.4% and 81.6% in just 30 days. So not only did these treatments substantially reduce their average daily pain levels, but the psychological improvements were life-changing. The participant whose pain was reduced by 81.6% had a long history of emotional abuse and childhood sexual abuse. According to NHS UK, it is not clear why some people develop fibromyalgia, as the exact cause is unknown, but it is likely a number of factors are involved, including possibly being triggered by a stressful event, like being in an abusive relationship. Disturbed sleep patterns may also be a cause of fibromyalgia, and lack of sleep produces higher levels of pain. Stressful events themselves can often be the source for lack of sleep. Emotional release is one of the symptoms this participant experienced as a result of these treatments. During one of our sessions as I was working on her lower chakras, she experienced a sudden thought which triggered a memory of the sexual abuse that she experienced as a child. She began to cry during the session and felt a sense of relief once the session was over. The release of the emotional trauma that was built up inside of her resulted in a 69.5% decrease in pain within the first seven days. The participant whose pain was reduced by 52.4% had been grieving the loss of a loved one as a result of suicide. One of the physical symptoms that she initially reported was heart palpitations. She did have an imbalanced heart chakra, and the heart chakra is associated with grieving. She also experienced emotional release during one of her sessions, and her heart palpitations had completely disappeared after 30 days of treatments. In another case study, I tested the effects of energy healing for treating pain associated with a spinal injury. This participant also had a long history of emotional abuse, and her average daily pain levels decreased 61.2% in just 30 days. All three of these case studies that I have mentioned have one thing in common. They all have experienced some sort of emotional trauma in their past. Two out of three experienced emotional release during one of their sessions. This next case study is much different. I wanted to see what the effects were for someone who has not experienced any emotional traumas. I also wanted to test the placebo theory on the effects of Reiki and energy healing. So this 30-day treatment, distant healing treatment, was for a child who was initially diagnosed with pandas and later diagnosed with Lyme disease halfway through our treatment. She was experiencing chronic symptoms for strep throat and had two ruptured eardrums. She was unaware of these treatments as energy healing was sent while she was sleeping. Her average daily pain levels decreased 66.3% in just 30 days. Now, if you are someone who is living with chronic pain, I want you to imagine just for a moment what your life might be like right now 
If your pain was reduced by 52%, 61%, 66%, or even 81%. For these people, it was the difference between not being able to perform any physical activity at all, to walking the neighborhood and spending the day enjoying the opportunity to do yard work once again. It was the difference between feeling stuck in a career and opening the doors to new opportunities, new career goals, and enrolling in college to pursue a higher education for these new goals. For another person, it was the difference between feeling stuck in a career and opening a door of inspiration that led to professional growth and development. It meant finding joy and strengthening relationships between mother and child. What might you enjoy doing once again if your pain was reduced in these numbers? How would this affect your daily thoughts, your emotions, and your actions? What would you be inspired to do? How would you improve the quality of your life? What would this mean for you and your family? Now, you might be asking yourself, is it possible to decrease pain 100%? The answer is yes, it is possible. These participants logged their pain levels three times a day on a daily basis. There were days where some reported being at zero or one. Generally speaking, people who are living with chronic pain have good days and they have bad days. In comparison to before and after this program, a typical good day might have initially been a three or four. Now it might be a zero or one. Bad days are now a three or four, as opposed to a nine or a 10. Energy healing treatments work best when used in conjunction with other treatments. You might be able to reduce your pain 61% or 81% with energy healing and find additional relief by visiting a chiropractor, massage therapist, or by using essential oils, for example. If you would like more information on some of these case studies, there is a video posted on the home page of my website at psycheawakening.com. So how does it work is the big question that seems to be on everyone's mind lately. There are many different types of energy healing practices and there is probably not one practitioner out there who has the same exact practice as another one of their kind. We all have our own unique practice and there is no right or wrong way. In terms of Reiki, there are several different ways for a practitioner to use Reiki. Some practitioners may choose to only offer in-person appointments, some may offer a combination of in-person and distant healing sessions, and others might only offer distant healing. There are also different ways to practice distant healing. Some practitioners might tell you that they will send you Reiki at a designated time. Some distant healing sessions may only take five minutes. This would be an example of having Reiki sent to you or a situation such as a test you might be taking or just having Reiki sent to you to help you cope with something that you might be going through. Other practitioners may want to interact with you over the phone or through a live video feed during your session. Some practitioners may only require a name for the session and others might request a photo, name, and location. This is all in the practitioner's preference concerning which methods work best for them and for you while you work with them. Energy healing and Reiki is taught just like any other subject is taught in school. You have the content of the textbook and then you have the hands-on learning and practice and attunements. The purpose is to find out which methods work best for each individual. 
This is how we learn to identify our preferences or our interests and our strengths and our weaknesses and become attuned to practicing Reiki on other people. My preference is based on what I have learned from the extensive amount of research I have done and what methods have worked best for me during the experimental phases of developing my programs. I treat my distant healing sessions the same way I would treat an in-person session. I schedule my distant healing sessions the same way I would schedule an in-person appointment. What separates me from other energy healing practitioners and Reiki masters is that I provide coaching with my services. My clients have the ability to access a variety of online tools and resources to help them balance their chakras naturally at home in between our sessions. They receive educational materials specific to their needs with unlimited support throughout the duration of their program. If you or someone you know is living with chronic pain and you've been looking for a natural solution to help ease your suffering, please contact me for a free consultation to determine how energy healing treatments might benefit you personally. So this month, I am giving away a 30-day distant healing treatment to one lucky winner. To be eligible, your average daily pain levels must be greater than 5 on a scale from 1 to 10. You must have a medical diagnosis and be over the age of 18. Enter to win on my website at PsycheAwakening.com. The winner will be notified via email on October 1st. Good luck to you all. We are heading into Halloween season and I have some very interesting topics on the horizon, but I would love to hear what kind of topics you are interested in learning more about over the next five weeks. So you can request a topic on the homepage of my website. I had to postpone last week's episode, so I will be combining two episodes on the topic of spiritual signs, symbols, and numbers next week. Follow me on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Sonoran Souls and on Twitter and Instagram at Psyche Awakening.